Hello, welcome back to A Stroke of Life podcast. The last two episodes, I was honored to do interviews with my sister and one of my best friends. It was truly a great experience and I had a fun time interviewing them. Back to today, it is just back to me talking to all of you. I want to talk more about relationships, relationships with myself and with others, and how I grew with this. Even till this day, I am still cultivating growth with my relationships. In my previous episode with one of my best friends, we briefly touched how prior to my stroke, I didn't really think having friends was that important to me and back when I was younger I did not see how relationships with people were that important until now. I've been an introvert all my life and I didn't really talk much or express myself at all. Maybe it has something to do with being a minority in school and feeling the need to be like everybody else, but I am not. I look different and also the fear I had of saying something wrong because I was so different. So I never expressed myself truly and openly. For me, growing up in the environment I was in shaped me the way I am now. Obviously, I'm constantly growing and my perspective will continue to change and grow. But one thing that stuck to me prior to my stroke was the way I perceive relationships. I definitely did not have a great relationship with myself. I didn't really know myself back then, which makes sense. We all go through that period of change when we're a kid into teenagers and into adulthood. Even at that time, with the changes of puberty, I felt like I was struggling even more because I felt so different. And I always wanted to conform. I wanted to be like others. And that really made me really insecure and have a lack of confidence. I also did not contribute too much in my group of friends. I did have a small group of friends, but I also felt like an outsider. And that's not because of my friends, it's just because I had that fear of sharing my opinions and expressing my feelings to them. I always am on guard with my feelings, so there is always that barrier with my friends prior to my stroke. And I did not think about dating at all during my childhood up to high school, it was definitely not in my mind. And with my family, I also put a guard up and I would just shield everything out. It was just me, myself, and I. And I just love to put 
card and shield everything out. After my stroke, everything changed and I wanted a brand new start. I went to therapy and had a lot of epiphanies and one of the things I wanted to change was my relationships with myself and with others and after my stroke it was a great way to just start anew. So the first thing I started with was the relationship with me. Loving myself is hard and sometimes I still slip and put myself down. One of the things yeah I love to do was to criticize myself a lot and put myself down. With my stroke in the beginning it was just another thing I couldn't criticize about myself. Now I can add on to all the things I used to criticize myself on top of my health and now that I'm also a disabled person and it means I could criticize myself even more. I was so insecure and lacked a lot of confidence. As I am reflecting on it now, I'm like, what changed? I'm now a substance of my body, my mind, and I'm confident. So I'm like, what changed between my stroke till now? What happened during these years to make me the way I am now, a confident, disabled woman? And I realized it took a lot of time to really get into the mindset of loving myself. It's been four years since my show, so it's been four years since I've been working on changing that mindset. And that makes sense because change doesn't happen in an instant. It takes time and time is different with everyone. As long as I knew that I'm constantly working on it, small or big, I am aware that it'll make a positive difference. After the short music break, I'll share with you the things that worked for me in the past four years that really helped with changing my mindset to loving myself more and having a relationship with myself.
Welcome back. So let's get right into it. The first thing I did was I read a lot. I wanted to have that knowledge after my stroke. So I read a lot of books in regards to the brain. I didn't know anything about the brain and how it worked. And I stumbled upon the word neuroplasticity. Knowing that our brain is plastic and it could change and rewire gave me that optimistic view that my brain can change, I can improve from this, and it will be a positive change. So then in the end, I read a lot about neuroplasticity and knowing that it doesn't take a second or a day to just rewire my brain. I know that it'll take time, but as long as I work on it, I know my brain will rewire. So that gave me hope and I was optimistic to really grow and change. And look at me now, I definitely did grow and change from the past four years and all my life, the past, not just the four years, but the past 28 years of my life. And the second thing that helped me was I joined a lot of communities just knowing that I am not alone in this battle with my mindset and loving myself and having a relationship with myself makes me feel better and gives me that community sense that yeah, I'm not alone. There's other people who deal with similar things and they're also trying to find themselves too and to learn to love themselves and just talking to people with the similar experiences really help. You feel like you have other people's support and it really helps motivate me to continue to grow and to change my mindset one day at a time. Another thing was I created small goals for me every day. I broke down my big goals into really small goals. I always had three goals every day that, you know, really worked on loving myself and just having a relationship with myself because I'm spending time working on myself. So, for example, with my insecurity and lack of confidence with my physical outlook and you know, pampered myself. I did my nails, you know, I took care of my skin, I moved my body, I danced to Beyonce with no one watching me. It felt good, the music felt good, and it just made my heart pumping and I just felt really good. And you know, I, for my mental health, I really focused more on the self-care part of things where, you know, just taking a shower helps me de-stress. I stretch out my body and do a bit of just breathing and sitting there. And I journal and doodle just to get stuff out of my brain, like brain dumping in words or in pictures. It could be scribbles, whatever I wanted to do. It really helped me with just getting stuff out and that was one of my goals in the beginning. I journaled every day. It doesn't matter if it was just a word or it was just scribbles or it could be a paragraph or it could just be doodles, anything. I would journal every day and it helped with my mental health and my emotions. 
so I would end up creating three small little goals like that, like journaling, you know, moving my body, dancing, pampering myself, and I complete it each day and once I check off the three tasks, I also feel great on myself because I'm the type of person that feels really good when I complete something and that I'm making progress. The next thing I did was I do affirmations. So every morning when I get up and brush my teeth and do my skincare, I'll also look in the mirror and do affirmations. I affirm what I love on myself every single day. It seems kind of weird at first and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but because I know that our brain can rewire and it is plastic and it takes time for our brain to rewire that I will continue to do it every day to see if it does make a difference in the long term. And the journaling that I do helps because I could see my progress. It is great to just, you know, do affirmations and compliment yourself with positive things and it feels great. Another tip that I also did and I still do because sometimes I could still self-criticize is that noticing when I start being negative about myself. Any thought or anything that comes out of my mouth, when I start to talk down on myself, I will notice it and stop myself i'll just be like hey and every time i do that and the more i do it i get better at noticing when i start talking down to myself and it becomes rare i'll stop talking negatively and each time i notice i will say something positive myself or think of something positive myself instead so it helps change my perspective from being negative to being positive and that really helps with my confidence and building to my insecurity and the last thing i really do and it all really ties to all the tips i just provided is that having a relationship with yourself is not lonely it's going on a date with yourself so every single day i try to do try to have a little date with myself you know, that involves me doing something I love and that'll help me grow. Spend a little time with yourself every day and it's great. You feel less lonely the more you do it and I actually enjoy it. To have a little date with myself. So these are the things that I started doing after my stroke that really helped change my mindset to, you know, loving myself and having a, a great relationship with myself and these are things that I still carry on till this day. I still do a lot of these things and it really helps. I implement it into my daily routine and it is great. I love it. So I hope you guys try these out and thanks for listening and cheers to growing. Make sure to visit my website if you haven't already where we break down this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to email me or post them on my website. Thank you for listening to A Stroke of Life. Before I go, please show some love by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Then stay tuned for the next episode where I share more stroking stories. 
Lastly, and most importantly, stroke that follow button and remember to think fast and save lives. Thank you.